Hello, St. Louis, and welcome to the STL Leaders Podcast, hosted by Brian Bisking. Brian started this weekly podcast to give a voice to leaders of our community, to share their story, their journey, and the lessons that they have learned along the way. Brian grew up in a small town outside of St. Louis, where he watched his father run a small business and was always interested in how the leaders in his community got where they are. Whether it's a local business leader, a philanthropist, or a celebrity, these are your STL Leaders. Join us today, where we will chat with another pillar of our community on this week's episode of the STL Leaders Podcast. And now, your host, Brian Bisking. Hello, St. Louis, and welcome to another great episode of the STL Leaders Podcast. Before I introduce this week's guests, I want to take the time to thank my great sponsors. Synchrony HR, NWO IT Services, Inbound Blend Digital Marketing, and Enterprise Bank and Trust. On this episode, we have Todd Sivia. Todd Sivia is an attorney and owner of Sivia Law. He graduated law school from the St. Louis University School of Law. In 2006, Todd Sivia started Sivia Business and Legal Services. Today, Sivia represents over 300 small to medium-sized companies through the corporate life cycle of business. He also provides assistance in the areas of estate planning, special needs, and real estate. In addition to Sivia Law, Todd is the managing broker of Bridges Home Group LLC, a real estate brokerage firm. Not only does Sivia place a great deal of emphasis on entrepreneurship, he also understands the value of education. Sivia has been an instructor at several local universities and community colleges in the area, including Lewis and Clark Community College, Southern Illinois University of Edwardsville, and St. Louis University School of Law. Sivia has also been a facilitator of Dave Ramsey's two courses of financial peace and the legacy journey through my church. It's my honor to welcome Todd Sivia to the show. Todd Sivia, welcome to the SCLers podcast. Really appreciate you taking some time today to be on our show. That, well, Brian, I really appreciate uh, uh, being asked to to do this, and and I'm I'm really excited. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I always kind of start my show giving our listeners a little background on how I know you, um, and I've known you for several years, a long time actually. We've um, ironically met through the Edwardsville Chamber of Commerce way back in the day, and and now your law firm is uh, well, it's been there for years now, but next door to my father's barbershop. Well, soon will not be my father's barbershop here in about uh, two to three weeks. But uh, so we've known each other quite a long time. Yeah. 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 And your, your dad's just a uh, great guy. Well, thank you for saying that. So he's actually going to come on the podcast here in a few weeks to talk about uh, retiring after 50 years in business in Edwardsville. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to having him on the show as well. But let's start there. Let's start about what grew, where, where did you grow up? What was growing up like for you and and what eventually took you to Edwardsville? Sure. Um, I was born and raised in, in Alton, um, and I stayed pretty, you know, and from that point on, I, I pretty pretty much stayed close. Uh, graduated from Alton High School, uh, worked at the local restaurants and bars um, growing up um, and um, into college years. Uh, went to Lewis and Clark Community College, got my uh, degree in business management um, with SIUE. And then went to law school at uh, St. Louis University uh, over in St. Louis. So, yeah. So then, go ahead. Then um, took a took a job right after out of uh, law school, 
um, and uh, worked at a local law firm uh, who was uh, who one of their clients was the city of Edwardsville. And then they suggested, hey, you know, uh, you know, if we're working for the city of Edwardsville, you probably need to move into the city of Edwardsville. And I was like, oh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how long, how long have you lived in the city of Edwardsville now? Uh, since 06. Since 2006. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't I think we met probably 08, 09. So uh, mm-hmm. was there shortly after that we, you know, we connected and. I know I, I've ever since I've known you, you've been pretty involved in the community. And so sometimes mm-hmm. that's what it takes. Right. So yep. tell our listeners about your your law firm, your organization and how you got started. Sure. So uh, about one month after I got married, I, I decided to take the, the step and, and start my own firm. Um, I felt that that, uh, you know, I could be a little bit more co- customer focused um, on that and um, starting my firm. It was just me. Um, within probably the first six months, I moved three times um, <laughs> in, a, in a building and I was, I was uh, expanding pretty rapidly and finally uh, bought the, the building in 08 uh, right next to your dad. Um, and uh, from there, you know, I've, I've been on kind of a upward track of uh, work, you know, building, building the firm, building the uh, uh, people. Uh, we currently have, um, uh, on paper, we've got nine attorneys, but, you know, we've got about six active attorneys um, that work in the office on a regular basis. And then we've got uh, support staff um, as well. So, so starting with one person and building to, to about, I think we are at uh, 13 or 14. Uh, uh, employees total yeah in the so firm. Tell, and what kind of law do you guys practice is it a wide range or or what is your specialty well we really focus in on helping people through life's transitions um, through their business and them through their life's transition so so it's really focused in on uh, business real estate estate planning areas and um, you know that's that's really the, the main crux of what we focus in on. So really helping, you know, the business owner, you know, from the startup to to the exit transition. Yeah. Now you you mentioned you started obviously as one attorney. Now you're sitting at, you know, 13, 14 employees, six to nine attorneys uh, on paper. Talk to mm-hmm. me about um, really, you know, the challenges of starting that business and now growing the business. You know, um, it it's uh, you know it's 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 all about having fun um you know and that's probably one of the fun thing you know one of the things within our cultures you know we like to have fun um and you know just i i don't know if it's a it's a chat you know the challenge is always you know how fast do you want to grow and how fast do you want to expand and um you know you you want to push yourself um, you know, there's there's a lot of guys that will just maintain, you know, with them, um, and and they're perfectly happy. You know, I'm 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 trying to to build um, a firm that you know that that people can count on um, and be ready during all those periods of time of transition. Um, you know, and setting up setting up for the for those that are 
um, that, you know, so I can transition as well. So, you know, at some point in time. Yeah. Now, have there been any books or um, leadership lessons or classes or anything along those lines that have helped you build the, the firm that you've built there? Well, I, I follow, you know, kind of, I look at, there's kind of like three sets of, uh, two or three, two, really two sets of books um, that I, that have kind of set up my philosophies. Um, from a financial perspective, I follow uh, Dave Ramsey, um, Robert Kiyosaki, and Mike Maloney. Um, and Mike Maloney is kind of a, a gold-silver guy, but he, it, it, it's more in-depth than that. Uh, but, you know, it's kind of, I, I'm kind of in the middle of the road between, I listen to Dave, you know, but then I also listen to Robert, and those are two diverting people, um, yeah. you know, from a, from a financial perspective. Uh, but then I also, from a business perspective, I really focus in on um, uh, Vern Harvish and uh, Gina Wickman uh, books with uh, the EOS system. Um, you know, and that, I don't know if your listeners have, have um, listened to, to or listened or know anything about Vern. Uh, Vern actually uh, created a book called Scale Up and then uh, and then. Gino uh, modified it and and made it a little bit easier to to understand. Um, uh, but I really like that uh, for my business, and and that's kind of been one of the things that have helped me to to when I'm implementing a lot of changes um, that have been very helpful. Uh, but the I think the current book that I that I'm trying to get implemented and making sure that you know, especially during this during the pandemic um will be helpful long term is is profit first and i thought that was that book was very very interesting um it it said um sales minus profit equal revenue and i thought that was that was such an important um equation to think about that it, you know you can raise sales but you you got to be you're got to be focusing in on your profit first, sure. um, and you know, and um, before you can start looking at expenses. And it's a whole different model. Um, and and small business owners really focus in on that. That uh, the other side of it of we need to cut expenses, um, or you know by the end of the day we may have a zero at the end with regards to profit uh, but if we're focusing on profit first then uh, expenses will come sure so let's talk about sales a little bit because um obviously as a law firm it's a little bit you can't really go out and, and cold call on businesses right you know obviously no. I, I know a little bit more about that how do you guys increase your sales there as a law firm well you know it, it's one of those you know, a lot of it's about relationships, um, building relationships and uh, building relationships and being present. Yeah. Uh, you know that and 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 I, I've got marketing people and I've had marketing people that have uh, flown through my organization. And if you can market a, a law firm, uh, you you're way ahead of the game because it is the hardest 
um, thing to market and to 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 work on. Uh, yeah. Because, because a lot of it, you know, you know, especially in the the business and estate planning world, we are the, like the last guys that everybody talks to. Yeah. Uh, they'll talk to their accountant, they'll talk to their financial planner, but nobody, you know, especially like estate planning, they don't want to talk about death. So we're, you know, they think they equate death and estate planning together. And so therefore we're, we really are the last guys. So we rely heavily on, on building relationships um, and working with, with people um, and other professionals uh, in order to uh, drive sales. Well, yeah, and I got to think, you know, again, back to your industry, but uh, people don't necessarily need you every day. People need you no. when there's a life event or there's something happening with their business. And so um, it's got to be one of those things where you just got to be top of mind when that when that life event or that issue comes up. And so to your point about relationships, relationship has got to be a, a very big piece of that, which brings me to the community of Edwardsville. Obviously, I was born and raised in Edwardsville, uh, graduated uh, Edwardsville High School in the class of 2004. Um, I know Edwardsville um, holds a, a special place in my heart. The community holds a special place in my heart. Yeah, obviously, my dad's been in business there for 50 years. Uh, talk to me about the community of Edwardsville and the impact that it's had on you and your business. Well, you know, Edwardsville has, you know, and, and I think that 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 that's an important part because you know, with Edwardsville community, I mean, it's been very, very good to me. Uh, been very, very accepting. But you know, the community leaders within Edwardsville, you know, I, I believe um, have set things up for, for on a path. Uh, especially like uh, uh, rest in peace, uh, Gary Niebuhr. I mean, the guy was really focused in on on growth, and that growth will continue and push. Edwardsville forward. If I look around, I mean, even even if you go five miles down the road at any direction and any one of the, the the different communities outside of Edwardsville, it, it's nine day difference. I mean, I you go down to Wood River and and you got buildings that are falling apart. Nobody wants to put the investment in. And I think it it's a it's you know it really shows within the community, um, you know what they've you know when they're they're invested and and getting people to invest in the in the community is very very important. Yeah, I think Edwardsville community has definitely been one of those that has uh, pushed things and and got things uh, going. So so I think that's very very important. Yeah, I um, to that point, you know, uh, yes, you know, rest in peace to Gary Niebuhr, uh, former mayor of Edwardsville, who passed away this year, um, unfortunately. Uh, you know, he was a mayor of Edwardsville for 20 plus years. Uh, I was close with him. I was close with his daughters. Um, Ashley Niebuhr and I are, are still to this day good friends. Uh, but he yeah, he, he did. He, his whole mindset was about growth and about community. And it and it showed. I mean, I, I grew up there and I can remember back to when Edwardsville was 10 to 12000 people. And it was a lot of farm ground and a farm, a farm ground. And, and now you go to Edwardsville and it is absolutely not that anymore. But I've even seen a shift in the city of Edwardsville uh, just since uh, Mayor Patton has taken over, I guess, eight years ago now. Um, and I you know, I understand that he is uh, not rerunning for election um, in April. And there'll be a new mayor that will step in at that time. Uh, but, yeah, to your point, Edwardsville is continuing to grow. And, and you know, people are, are moving to Edwardsville from even the St. Louis area, which, you know, which is uh, 
you know, pretty neat to show that that community still has that strong of a, a hold and a mindset of investment and, and rallying around the businesses that are there. And so uh, I think it's got a, a very big impact. And now for a quick break, we bring in our sponsor, Enterprise Bank and Trust member FDIC. Enterprise Bank and Trust knows that every business and every person is unique. That's why they get to know you in a way that the large financial institutions don't. They are our banking partner here at the STL Leaders Podcast, and I highly recommend that you check them out. To learn more, visit enterprisebank.com. And now, back to this week's episode of the STL Leaders Podcast. You know, it makes me think, you know, when you think about your, your career and and what you've done and your involvement in the community of Edwardsville, have you ever considered politics for yourself? Um, at, at, at a certain point in time, I did. Um, uh, and I was very, very politically active um, between uh, when I was between high school and about 2004, 2006, um, I actually ran uh, John Shimkus's campaign um, in, as a regional campaign manager um, in 04. Uh, so I was really involved in politics and, and I was actually, uh, I was the lead liaison to help build up some of the local elections back then. But um, it was, after I saw a lot of the mudslinging and the political fights yeah. and, and, you know, and, and it's just gotten worse, um, Way worse. Within, you know, with mudslinging, not just the politician, but their families. Uh, and I just have honestly, I've put it and said, I'm, I'm not going to get involved. And I think well, there's, there's also an, another issue. I, I, I always like to stay neutral, um, even uh, because, you know, within, you know, we're, we're for the longest time, we've been a Democratic and uh, there's very few Republicans that were were out there. And you always have this this dichotomy of, you know, if you came out to be Republican or came out to be a Democrat, did you actually lose respect from you know some of your customers or clients by by taking a position? Our yeah. firm, as a as a general sense, is really uh, stay neutral um, on many many different judges and and people uh, for that purpose um, because you know we just don't want to uh, show support for one versus another unless we really believe that. Um, it will have an impact on on our community, and then then we'll get active. So. Yeah, well, and, I, and I'll give you credit. I, you know, obviously I drive by your your office, and you always have the community political signs in your in your yard, and you always have stayed pretty neutral from from my perspective. And you know, I'll get on my soapbox mm -hmm. here just for, for a little bit, but I, I think in 2020, I think it's pretty sad. And this is not a political statement by any means for anybody listening to this episode. But I think it's pretty sad mm -hmm. that no matter what side of the aisle on, you can't have respect for the other person's opinion. Um, I think yep. as a country, we need to uh, have a little bit more love, a little more support in our heart uh, for no matter what side of the aisle somebody's on. And just respect that not everybody can agree on everything and everybody can have their own opinion, but we can still be the United States of America um, and, and respect each other as human beings and 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 not have to throw the mud and, and the fight and um, and I just hope and pray as we move into the new year, uh, we hopefully will put this pandemic behind us. And again, no matter what political aisle you're on, that you can just respect your neighbor and love your neighbor like you're supposed to. 
um, and, and and rally around whoever is elected as the official and just pray for them and support them and, and hope that they make the best decisions that they can for our community. No, absolutely. I, I 100% agree. I think I think that's that's so important. Um, and 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 I think in a in a, you know 30 years ago that it may have been an easier easier uh, pitch, but these days it's just you know they're they're digging up anything and everything to 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 do anything. I mean it's it's like. Uh, you know, Hal Patton and, and the, the campaign again, you know, the, the issue that popped up against him uh, years yeah. ago, you know, uh, it's probably, you know, something innocent um, that he may have done uh, may have had an impact and, and he wasn't, he probably wasn't thinking and it, it wasn't an issue at that juncture, but now it is. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it just, Unfortunately, politics has gotten to a point where it's not not a very fun game. So, uh, and no, we can no, you know, we can no, just I, leave. I love politics. Uh, you know, <laughs> I can I love talking about philosophy and and you know why things are going the way they are. Um, you know, I learned a lot in in uh, I, you know, one of my minors in in uh, business school was uh, poli sci, uh, and there were some definitely some interesting classes. That I went oh, through. Yeah, I'm sure um, of that. So, so let me ask you. You know, speaking of you know this year, how has COVID impacted your business? And how? Uh, and second part of that question is, how have you really led the organization during this this time? So you know, and and it, it's actually kind of twofold because you know COVID. You know, there's there's um, so as for our business. Um, uh, I always believe that during crises that this is the greatest opportunity to to invest into your business and to to push and expand and and work harder on your business at, at, during during any time of crisis or especially national crisis. This is the best time to, to push your business uh, to new heights. And that's one of the things I really pushed on uh, during 2020 was was growth and expansion. Uh, we finally opened up our East Alton office um, and um, I had that on the books to, to start July 1. Um, it officially became open January 1 and, and that's been going uh, well. Um, and at the same time, I, I expanded over to uh, South City uh, or South County, uh, St. Louis. Um, and so I, I, I worked on expansion and growth and you know during this time and and you know a lot of people you know a lot of business owners look at cutting cutting expenses and and um but it's a perfect time to to look at your expenses but also never ever cut marketing and i think i think that's the that's the biggest thing is um you should actually invest more in marketing during times of crisis yep no, i'd agree I'd agree with that wholeheartedly. I, I, I see a lot of small businesses when they get when times get tough, the first thing they want to cut is sales or marketing. And, and I, I always caution anybody by doing that because that's obviously the, the gas that, that keeps the engine running. Um, and to, to your point, you know, sometimes it's, it's better to invest at a time like this than than to pull back. Um, and I and I just, you know, I've talked to several small business owners about that. And, and um, you know, obviously some businesses can't do that right now. Restaurant businesses probably are one of those. 
but um, but hopefully, but, you know. But even even with restaurants, I mean, this is if you are cat if you if you are working your business right. Um, and I've talked to a couple of business owners. You know, this is this may be a time to start finding locations that are struggling and going out and expanding your your locations because Absolutely. the pandemic is going to end at some point in time and there's going to be restaurant space um, and there's struggling businesses um, that don't know how to manage their business um, you know and and haven't you know they're on a cash crunch but if you've got cash this is the time to expand and and look at other locations um, and you know there's a couple couple of my business owners that I've really counseled to look at, you know, is this a this, you know, you know, keep your cash on hand, but but be ready um uh February or March when when things have kind of cleared out uh with a vaccine, you know, and they're starting to allow people to come back to to be ready to to expand and Absolutely. grow. So yeah, absolutely. So, it, it, it can be a great, a great time for for a, a business to invest and capitalize on on some of those opportunities. I think that's that's great advice. You know, Todd, yeah. I, I always end this podcast by asking really uh, a very simple but uh, final question. And and if you had, and that was just simply, if, if you had any advice that you would either give to a and a young lawyer, or b just somebody um, who's listening to this episode, some kind of a life hack, what advice would you give to our listeners? You know. Always stay positive. Um, I think I think that's the, you know, it, life is going to tear you down. Uh, life is going to push um, issues at you all all the time. It doesn't matter if it's if it's a pandemic or if it's anything, um, but you've got to be able to turn that that lemon into lemonade and and be able to push yourself um, beyond what you think is possible. I, I think of um, uh, a, a guy I follow is is David Goggins. And David Goggins always talks about the 40%, that, that we all are running off of a 40% um, margin. And that, that what we're showing on a daily basis is only about 40% of, of what our capacity is. And during tough times, we, we, we sink in, and we push past that that pain or push past that that issue um, and to excel and get past and get that other 60 percent because there's there's a lot to life and and everything else like that and you know i think it's it's very important and it it can happen Um, we just have to keep pushing absolutely no i think that's great advice Uh, a mentor of mine once told me that 90% 90% of your life, uh, 90% of your day is your attitude. The other 10% is your attitude. And when I first heard that, I thought, what? I'm confused. But his point is, was uh, 100% of your day is defined by what your attitude is of your day. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's I think that's great advice uh, for anybody listening to this show. So, Todd, on behalf of the STL Leaders Podcast, I really appreciate uh, not only taking the time to come on the show today and, and talk about your law firm and, and your and your growth and, and the challenges you've had as a business, but also uh, the importance of the community of Edwardsville. I commend you on, on that, and I appreciate you taking the time today. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the STL Leaders Podcast. This episode was brought to you by Inbound Blend Digital Marketing. Inbound Blend Digital Marketing provides affordable month-to-month website and marketing services with plans starting in the hundreds, not thousands. 
They handle all of our marketing and website needs here at the STL Leaders Podcast, and I highly recommend you check them out. To learn more, visit inboundblend.com. Stay tuned for next week's episode of the STL Leaders Podcast.